Hello? Can I ask you a question? Why are you gay? Her. LGBT. I know that's right. Her. <laughs> Wrong answer, forehead. Lizard! Not another one? What is this? Bitch! We're in a different era. It's about to go down. Where you are right now? Black people be. Her. You are. Black people purr. Yeah, it's funny game. Bitch, let's go! Hello everyone, I'm Be The Half, and welcome to this month's episode of The Halftime Show with It's an audio game to view where blah blah blah. Um, I'm ready to geek out on gardening today with horticulture student, volunteer farmer, and backyard gardener, it's Aaliyah Walker. Hey y'all! Welcome to the show, oh my gosh. Thank um, you for having me. It's pretty humbling because I've been listening to like this podcast for a while, and now I'm like, damn, I'm in this house. So that's cool. wait. I'm shocked. I didn't know you listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been listening to it <laughs> since like the pandemic. So that's it's awesome. so funny. Yeah. Uh, full circle. Um, I just want to clear the air a little bit. I'm still jealous of the peppers that I saw you grow over the summer. Like, did you have an irrigation setup? I need to know, like, what's the load? I did. So I just used a hose. I didn't have like drip or like anything fancy. Uh-huh. Um, and they're actually like still producing, which is also <gasps> like super cool. So like I planted them and I think May. Yeah. In mm-hmm. about May. And so it's nice to like get that longevity out of them. But, right. Yeah. Is it because of your location? um i believe so because oklahoma is pretty hot and peppers love the heat it's still yeah. like mid kind of mid to high 80s over here so oh wow yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a pretty long pepper season so, yeah. wow i'm so jealous my peppers were like mm, maybe one plant like gave me one thing <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes i don't know like i mean they did pretty good but my like tomatoes were kind of like a little bit (laughs) i don't know like the heat like they they don't do super well over 95 degrees and we've had consistent 100 degree weather and so Uh, like my cherry tomatoes did great but i literally mm -hmm. only got like two or three of like the bigger ones the bigger ones never turn red for me yeah i don't know i had to pick them struggle yeah always like you know improving maybe i'll do like greenhouses for my peppers next year or something yes if you have this space, that'd be the way to go. Um, Definitely. That's something that I'm going to be jealous about. <laughs> <laughs> the greenhouse? Yes. I built, I built two little ones. I just used, like, PVC pipe and, like, clear tarp. Huh. So it wasn't that expensive or that difficult. Like, the tarp was maybe $20, and the PVC pipe was, like, 10 each. And I, like, clipped a little bottom part and then drilled them into the ground with just, like, a mallet and then just connected them to i'll have to show you the plans it's like super easy like i made Please one in five minutes where morning. did you get the tarp from tarp home depot okay yeah like just oh, any yeah. clear tarp like you want it to be like uv resistant so it doesn't degrade but is it like a hoop house type thing that you just yeah got? it's more like a hoop house but i made it taller so it's okay. less like a low tunnel and then i think what i want to do eventually is like get um like a stick on zipper they have like a stick zipper and then you can cut between it and zip it up and down and make it more like greenhousey walk in okay how wind resistant is it like does it do we had a lot of wind yeah we had a lot of wind for the past couple days it held up yeah I'm gonna have, I'll have to, to send you the plan. definitely i'm definitely <laughs> gonna have to look into that like next season i'm gonna have the best of both worlds over here yeah this is just gonna be gardeners geeking out literally <laughs> recording <That's it. laughs> 
Um, in the pre-show, we talked a little bit about your former life as a political science student. Um, yeah. Like, but you were talking about how during the beginning of the pandemic, you realized love of plants and like you discovered this love of plants. Like, uh, was that the main driver to just change your entire major and basic life trajectory from, you know, maybe being a politician to now like, yeah, I want to be a farmer? Well, honestly, I guess so the pandemic kind of like gave me some space to like reassess. I guess like in isolation, I got like super like bored and depressed like a lot of us did. And so then I like tried to like find things to do that. I thought it was just me. No, (laughs) no, unfortunately, no. So, um, but yeah, and then I um, just like, I don't know, started getting into plants and stuff and Mm -hmm. Uh, my cousin has this uh, local urban farm nonprofit right. over in like the east side, which is a predominantly uh-huh. black part of town um, that's also a food desert. And so like okay. I did a little bit of volunteering out there um, mm-hmm. and felt really inspired. And so I kind of, you know, picked it up and got into it. And now I'm just trying to see where I can take it. So, yeah. Oh, nice. What was your first plant that you were like, oh, my child, like... I had harps and everything. <laughs> I had a majestic palm. That was my first house plant. Majestic palm. Yes. And it survived? She was so beautiful. No. <laughs> uh, I was about to say, I was like, my palm died immediately. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't really my fault. I mean, she was, uh, she wasn't doing great. She was living, <laughs> but like my cat, like just loved to like gnaw on it. And like, it yes! like, literally like clung to it and knocked it all the way over. And like, oh, she was God. leaning like the tower of Pisa. And then she mm-hmm. just like took that bitch out and yeah, yeah it, it died. Yeah. My cat was chewing on my palm. Actually. Did the, is that the thing? I guess palms are just. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a, a, I don't even know how to like pronounce this one correctly. I guess I'm not a real horticulturalist, but it's like draconia, okay. draconia, something like that. I have one oh, of those. the draconia. I don't know. Yeah. How yeah. <laughs> I have one of those too. And like my roommate's cat loves to like sit in the pot. And there's mm-hmm. like two, um, there's like two that are in there, and so like she'll like sit on like the stems of one of them, and it'll just like lean, <laughs> and I'm like, not again! Like I'm getting flashbacks to like my majestic palm. This isn't happening, and so like I try and like move her anytime I see that. But yeah, like something about so big funny. palm trees, they love. Maybe jungle cat, like ancient something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They tap into that the prehistoric um what were you trying to i'm so interested in what you were trying to do with the poli sci degree before like what was your if everything (laughs) in life like went like the way that you're like yes this is how my life is going to turn out like what was that poli sci degree going to do for you so i was like i'm gonna be a politician i can fix all of this stuff like the world give me the keys yeah i got y'all i'll save (laughs) y'all like yeah literally um and then i well i wanted to like be um either like a senator or like a state representative and like work my Mm -hmm. way up um Mm -hmm. i didn't really like Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I i don't know where I wanted to go with it. I just know that I wanted to, like, get my start in, like, local politics and then mm-hmm. see where I can go from there. Right. Um, and then I realized uh, that's kind of, like, narcissistic to think, oh, I can fix all this shit. Like, um, like put it all, like, on me. And then right. I also, like, realized right. how, like, the structures of these systems are, like, yeah. very, like, deeply like strategically built like I can't just like get into it and change it like inevitably like I would I don't know I don't think that it would work out the way that I thought it did so yeah like either you'd get ostracized or you yeah exactly yeah yeah. 
And I also like no, or actually, let me not speak on that. Let me not speak on that. <laughs> Wait, what were you gonna say? You can say it off record. I was just gonna like say about how like there's some like local politicians here who like frame themselves as progressive, and they're like, oh, not. That's everywhere, baby. Yeah, so that's, yeah. That's not even a hit at anybody else. <laughs> no, it's yeah. I was just gonna name names, but I was like, nah, let me. Oh, not. <laughs> okay. You don't have to name names, but yeah, yeah, local politicians who frame themselves as progressive and just are the same. Yeah, let's touch they're... a little bit of our money. This socialist act. Oh, yeah, baby. yeah. They're like, I care about you. No, no, you don't, baby. And as soon as those kickbacks start hitting, it's yeah, it's. I'm telling you that kickback money. Because how are you going to say no? Well, I guess you should. But I'm like, I guess if you don't have, like, the same morals as someone who wouldn't take the kickbacks and you're like, yeah, I could use an extra $10,000. Yeah, I think we all could. So, I mean, like, I get it. But it's like, I don't know. It's but they already make so much money. Yeah. I mean, for, like, the for like the state representatives, not really. Because, mm. like, let's say if you were, like, a city council person, you only get, paid, True. like, pennies basically five dollars yeah. <laughs> that is funny um wow you as a politician I'm trying to like envision it i'm like i can only see farmer <laughs> Aaliyah, 2026 y'all farmers for all you- greenhouses farmers for, for all you need America tools more. you got tools you want <laughs> tomatoes bitch we can extend the season and change the weather so you can get your tomatoes oh not your pro climate change whoa you know i now that this is on recording, I will just submit this to the local government. We're going to smear campaign, hold nine yards. Just kidding. Well, RuPaul is for fracking. And I mean, <laughs> I like RuPaul. Queers for so fracking. No. <laughs> Queers for fracking and climate change. Honestly, Gosh. yes. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. You know, queers for climate change in yes. the wrong direction. No, yeah. I'm also interested in your horticulture uh, degree. Like, what does that include? Like, I majored in environmental science, so I feel like that's the cousin to your degree. But I know that there's slightly different. Um, is it closer to botany or is there a difference between that and botany? Yeah, it's actually, like, very different. A lot of people confuse horticulture with botany, but horticulture is an applied science. So mm-hmm. we study plants and then figure out how to like use them um, instead mm-hmm. of just like studying them and identifying them. Uh, we actually like apply it to human use. So like okay. um, it can be used for like different um, like practices such as landscaping, um, like growing plants, um, mm-hmm. uh, gardening, um, farming, uh, stuff like that. So it's a pretty broad uh, degree program. Oh, okay. Do you like integrate in the degree program? Well, I know that you've just started it, but um, in like the coursework, do you guys integrate herbalism or, you know, um, different ways of using the plants and like food, medicinal, um, like guilds for the certain type of plants or like around a tree or companion planting is stuff like that, like heavy focus? I wish that we did do herbalism, but no, there's no, like, intertwine with that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. Although I guess it is, like, kind of, like, the foundation. If you were wanting to, like, get into herbalism, it'd be Mm -hmm. nice to, like, learn about horticulture first. Um, Mm -hmm. We do learn about companion planting. um, And then also, like, I can't remember the exact, like, name of, like, the practice, but, like, um, different uh, pests that, like, attack other pests so like parasitic oh, wasps for like par- aphids yeah. and and like things like that um and like spiders and like different mm. um 
pests that we can or like not pests but just like beneficial like bugs that will, insects yeah yeah attack other bugs. they're pests to me so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's in how i call them yeah. in the house if it if in the house is a pest it's, yeah it's i pest. agree <laughs> um okay so not really botany it's more of an applied science mm-hmm. so like di- biodiversity i'm thinking native plants and yes like, yes the re- like the native like soil and like the region and the climate is so different from Maryland and Oklahoma. Could you tell me some great plants like native to Oklahoma? I've never been. Oh, some plants native to Oklahoma. Um, or like doesn't have to be native, but like you know, you talked about peppers in the beginning. How well they grow there? Is there anything oh like things that can grow it? really well here? Yeah. Um, pawpaws. I don't know if you know what those we do are. have pawpaw. I think. Is it our state tree? I don't know if it's our state tree. Oh, that'd be we have really a lot cool. of them around here. Hell yeah, that's dope. Um, but yeah, have you eaten we, one? I uh, I think so. I, like it's, I used to work at like this farmers market, and like we used mm-hmm. to like get random like tropical <laughs> like it's... produce and shit, or like things that people would like grow and just like bring to like give uh-huh. us to sell. And like I'm pretty sure I tried. I can't remember like if I liked it or not. It was a few years ago since I've worked there. Oh, okay. But, um, if you weren't no, like we gun ho, it's probably like eh. yeah. We do have like some trees on campus, and I've been like meaning to like go and like grab some, but I keep forgetting. Oh wow! I haven't had any recently. But mm-hmm. yeah, and then another thing. Um, what else grows pretty well here? Cherries. Um, cherries okay. do pretty good as well. Um, and then. I don't really have anything at the top of my head. Um, <laughs> no worries. Pretty much anything. <laughs> pretty much anything. What's your guys' soil like? Is it more sandy or is it like loamy or like it's fertile? It's very like clay. Um, okay. Very clayish um, in most places. But mm-hmm. thankfully, like another thing that I've been learning in school is that it's not like impossible to modify the soil. Like it will take time. Um, right. But you can like put different like nutrients down and like mix it and like get some good compost and right over time you can like uh gear it it. towards like what you need to grow Mm. and productively grow some crops there so yeah for your personal garden do you typically grow in ground or do you use raised beds and like compost or what's your strategy yeah um i do directly in the ground i do have like um raised but I mean, I don't know. There's like some like wood around it. I really just like mm-hmm. filled it with compost and soil. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's pretty much like directly in the ground with extra stuff on top. But um, oh. yeah. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like the catalyst for your personal garden, did that just come out of like the houseplant love or was there another like motive behind that? Um, and was this your first year doing a personal garden? I don't remember. This is my second year. Yeah. Okay, season gardener. Um, but <laughs> I suppose. Uh, but um, so I don't know. I guess like another reason that I got into it is like my mom used to like garden a lot like growing up, oh. and like my dad like told me stories about how like she grew like the like the best okra and like the best tomatoes, and like she was just like an amazing like gardener. Mm-hmm. They'd like talk about like all everything that she like did with her vegetables and like recipes that she would make and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom like passed when I was pretty young. Like she had mm-hmm. breast cancer, and oh. so like she passed when I was five. And so I don't really like have right. like a lot of memories of her. And like gardening is definitely something that like makes me feel connected like to her when I am like doing all of that. And that is so beautiful. Yeah. 
So. Wait, no, not I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I don't know. Like when her like health began to like deteriorate, she really mm-hmm. began like focusing on, on um, the garden. Yeah, like gardening and mm-hmm. like um, eating like healthier, um, uh. taking care of her body. And I know that's something that I um, I've also like wanted to start right. doing for myself as well. Mm-hmm. So, wow, yeah. that's really beautiful and like super inspiring. And I'm glad that you get to connect with your mom and her like life that way yeah it's uh i don't know it's a i guess it's a good way to i don't know do something productive (laughs) and try and like like i i get it i know what you mean though it's like i'm trying to connect with like this person who i might not have known so well Mm -hmm. through this activity that they loved yeah doing yeah and it's also like not just for me because i also like think that like through like doing this i can also like um learn how to do this skill so I can also use it to help other people um because mm-hmm. there are like I don't know I would love to see more community gardens and that's also like something that I right. want to do with my degree is like get the knowledge mm-hmm. to like take it and start more community gardens in the city so that like other black mm-hmm. people can like focus on their health and like eat na- mm-hmm. like locally grown produce and know how to grow right. it and like, take care of their bodies as well and like mm-hmm. combat like that the food deserts that are in those areas of town so that's so admirable is there a big food desert issue in oklahoma as a whole i don't know what part of oklahoma you're in but um i'm in oklahoma city okay Um, (laughs) my brain was like i only know oklahoma city and that's it (laughs) no yeah that's for the thunder (laughs) if you if you know if, if you know basketball i don't know but um yeah um there's the east side of town which is like the main like predominantly black area that's a food desert there was mm-hmm. the grocery store or actually there's two that was that were just built like really recently one is a homeland though and mm-hmm. homeland is more expensive than like is that Walmart like a or no um Not quite. it's like okay it's like in between like i guess it's like in between like target and like uh whole foods i guess you can say Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe like a Trader like Joe's kind of. Feel. Yeah, kind of. It's just like Something a little like, like that. Pricey. It's like a. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. So it gives kind of this like mirage effect on like, oh yeah, we do have a grocery store, but you people yeah. can't shop here. Yeah, it's like you'd mm-hmm. be paying more and you probably like can't really afford to get like what you right. need with this. like Right. Yeah. So it's, it's stupid. And then there's also another one that was built, but it's also pretty small. So it's like all mm. the essentials and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. And it's also like crazy because um, there's this OU like hospital, which was just uh, like OU Medical Center, um, which was just like built there about honestly mm-hmm. about 40 years ago. And before right. that, like hospital was built, there were like various grocery stores and drugstores mm. and like resources for people to like go and get food and since it was since that was built it was like kind of taken away and there has mm. been a large lack of of grocery stores in that area since and so like another thing that people have done is just like starting their own gardens but I also think right. that like for people who don't know how to do that they should have the right. knowledge to like a community learning yeah to like the gardening and then you know yeah, there needs to be multiple layers, I think. Yeah, I exactly. And I'm also, like, pretty passionate about food sovereignty, and I think that, like, people should, I don't know, like, just know how to, like, grow their own food and be in touch with, like, what they're eating. And agree, yeah. instead of just, 
I don't know. It's also, like, not, like, an individual thing at all, but, like, due to, like, the big push of, uh, like, all of these food industries, I don't know, people have kind of, like, lost touch with, or lost Mm -hmm. connection to their food, and I think that that's something that a lot of people need to reconnect with, so... I totally agree with that, like the loss of connection with food, Mm -hmm. because when I started growing this year, I was like, wow, like this isn't in season all year round. Like it really was shocking to me, one, how long it took for stuff to grow. And then two, like the times that things were ripe, because like Mm -hmm. you can get blueberries in February. I'm thinking like blueberries are overwintered crops. You can get blueberries in February? You can get blueberries any time of the year, baby. Really? Not from like if you grow them yourself, but like they're they're imported from like you know warmer oh, regions. Oh, okay, winter. okay, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like you know you can get tomatoes pretty much year around, mm-hmm. but when you plant the seed and you like wait for it to grow, you're like, all right, when is this bitch about to like fruit? Like right, <laughs> right. Like the tomato seed could not go in the ground until May. I couldn't get. I'm just now getting a bounty of tomatoes. So it's like, what do you mean, like? It's a very, like, slow and meticulous process, but once you see, like, what goes into it, Mm -hmm. and, like, once you're, like, a part of it, it, I don't know, it's... You have a new appreciation. Yeah, yeah, you really do. It's it's so beautiful. Yeah, I think I waste less food. Well, definitely the food that I um, grow in my garden, I try not to waste any of it, because I'm like, Mm -hmm. this took me 45 days to grow. Right. And I got one leaf. Uh-huh. So we gonna all eat the this soil, leaf. all the days water in, weed in, right. like all that That's energy just like, returns back to you. So you might as yeah. well eat that shit. Don't let it I'm gonna eat it. Okay, I'm gonna right. find some way to eat it. <laughs> I'm a um, munch. <laughs> I'm a munch. <laughs> like if nothing else, I will compost, and you know uh-huh. I do all that stuff. But yeah, it yeah. definitely greater appreciation for food. You know, I look at the bag of kale I might get from the store, and I'm like, okay, if like. I'm chopping up the one piece of kale I got out of my garden. Like, you know how many rows this bag of kale probably... So it just makes you, like, think about, you know, how, how much... how big that kale farm probably is. <laughs> how big that kale farm yeah. is, definitely. Or, like, tomatoes. I'm looking at the to- two tomatoes I'm getting from the store. I'm like, $3. And I'm like, yeah, I would pay for... Yeah, $3. <laughs> I'm like, three months and I can get ten times this amount. Yeah. Like, just wait on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also... I don't know. It's also, like, another thing to think about how, like... Back in the day, <laughs> this is like at all like people did to like get their food. Like everyone yeah. like gardened and like farmed and I don't know like hunted and gathered. And now yeah. here we are going to the grocery store. I always think about that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm- how much like space and how many plants would you have to plant? Because I'm I planted like five like beans and I'm thinking I'm about to get a whole like you know six pound of beans, maybe half a pound, maybe. Out of six plants? Like, yeah. I, Wait, no, well. that's so true now that I think about it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. about, because what is a pound? Like 16 ounces? Probably mm-hmm. about, like, somewhere between six and eight ounces. But it's like, okay, that's like one And then you gotta, like, pick all that shit and, like... <laughs> you gotta let them dry. <laughs> one by one. Yeah. You gotta pick them out. Yeah. You let them cure. And then you get it, and it's like, this is one bowl of beans for one person. <laughs> Like, not even a bowl of chili. Not even a bowl of because you only plant in one kind of bean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I'm waiting on my beans to dry out right now. I'm like, oh, gosh, like, can't imagine having, but like, it's also fulfilling. Yeah, it definitely is. It is like hard work and it's like labor mm-hmm. intensive and it's less convenient, but I yeah. feel like it is an important skill for anyone mm-hmm. to 
learn how to do. Where do you get your seeds from? Do you guys have like a seed savers in Oklahoma City or do you order by catalog? Do you order online? Do you save seeds? I do. I have a big ass pouch of seeds. Um, But honestly, I be stealing them sometimes. Hey! (laughs) I'll go to like Home Depot or Walmart and I'm like, these are mine now. Um, You know what? Can't even hold you. I... If it's a big corporation, I'm gonna take what's mine. I also they at the end of the season they dump a bunch of seeds in the dump. Really? I next year I definitely probably will be dumpster diving for some seeds, especially those non-GMO like those fancy pantsy seeds. Yeah, yeah. Might catch me behind your local Home Depot. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Get in because they just throw them away. That's that's so shitty. Yeah. Like, ew. You want to talk about corporations being shitty? I have all day. No, honestly. <laughs> we going to need a few more hours. Because it's like, I don't know, like these seeds could have been donated to like a community garden. These right. seeds could have been like, you know, marked off. To, they never marked them down. I Trust me, Home Depot knows me. Like, So I was like, I've never seen these seeds being marked down. You know, bags of soil, they'll just toss them in the trash. They'll just toss everything away. And it's like, because like the if waste. you're gonna throw it away, then like why not just give it away? Give it away for free, want, right? But you want money for it, so you're not just gonna give it to people when you're. But that doesn't make any sense anyway. to me because that was like waste, and then now we have like it going to the landfill when it could have just been used for something. I don't and know. All I feel these like gardeners places that like try and frame themselves as like environmentally as eco. Friendly. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, uh-uh. we got your ass. Because it's just like I the greenwashing is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then I think like gardeners in general are people who even like, you know, I won't even say gardeners, like anyone who plants stuff in the ground from seed and like watches it grow, like people who grow flowers, people who grow their own grass, even though I don't like y'all and we not the same. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you know how much effort, you know how much money, you know how much like that one bag of soil could probably do for your own garden. Right. And just to have it thrown away is, like, you can even sell it, like, in bulk, like, for, you know, 70% off or anything like that. Like, I don't know. It's some people, yeah, like... And then they greenwash. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, I don't know. It really, like, wrecks my brain just, like, thinking about that. Yeah. It's so shitty. Yeah. I don't know, like, uh, if you guys have, like, those little small mom and pops around. But we do. Yeah, I know a lot of them, like, will have a good markdown at the end of the season. So, like, that's, like, the saving grace. But, yeah, all seeds should be saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, like, there are, um, there's this place called, like, Epcot Seeds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, like, seen the building. I've never actually, like, been there. But that is, like, a mm-hmm. mom and pop shop that's, like, been here for, like, a while. That's okay. the, like, foundation of the seed business here. Um, right. But typically, I usually get mine from, like, high mowing or, like, well, that's, like, the company that makes them. But I get them from this place called Organics OKC. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, like, this weed store. But, like, right. they also have, like, vegetable seeds and soil that's and shit. And <laughs> One yeah. stop. They're, like, yeah, I know the stoners. They like to garden. I know, honestly. And it's so crazy because, like, they have, like, uh, spores, too, for, like, mm, psilocybin mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. <gasps> I want to get into growing mushrooms, not like psilocybin, but just like the eating ones. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have no clue about any of that, though. I so I've like got this uh, spawn kit from the farmer's market a few weeks ago. Okay, 
And I've been spraying that bitch for like two, three weeks now. And I ain't seen nothing sprout but some mold. And I'm like, what is going Uh, on? Well, is that the white? I don't know. It's green. And like the the mushrooms are supposed to be lion's mane. So I'm like, I don't think this is gone. Nah. But I was like talking to a friend the other day who like dabbles in that kind of stuff. And he was saying that like, I could honestly just like do it outside instead. Mm. Because like those kids have never like been worth it for him but he was like just get some like straw or like hay and Mm -hmm. like uh put it outside and kind of like lasagna method it and so like put like the straw on the bottom you put like a little bit of like the the spores and Uh then like uh put uh wood chips on top and then just like layer and layer layer and you should see a big flush after so i'm gonna like start Hmm. and do that or i'm gonna go ahead and do that soon but I'm a little scared of mushrooms, not gonna lie. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like most of them can kill me. So I'm like, you know, maybe that's just one thing I'm just gonna keep going from the grocery store. You know? <laughs> like, that's understandable. I would really li- love to. Like, if I had it in a controlled environment, I feel like outdoors, I'd be That's scared, fair. Like, yeah, because you never know. Because mushrooms are that kind of thing to where, like, you, mm-hmm. like, have to know, like, mm-hmm. what has been, like, I don't know. Because, like... It can pick up anything and just, like, totally yeah. infect it. Yeah. yeah. I, I have know. a little kit from Back to Roots, even mm-hmm. though it was stupid expensive. But um, I'm going to try that, I think. And I think they're pink oyster. But Ooh. maybe, I don't know. I saw somebody growing them in, like, the you know, the Home Depot buckets, like the five-gallon uh-huh. buckets. I saw oh, somebody, like, dope. drill holes in the side. And then they did lasagna inside with the spores. And then the mushrooms oh. grew out of the... And they just spray it with water every day. So I was like, maybe that. Yeah, that would, that would, I'm sure that would work too. And I hear that like even hose water will do. Like it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be rainwater. Although rainwater would be better. but Better, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. We kind of veered off course, but I mean, that's in like the whole spirit of gardening. I do feel like we have a lot of similar goals behind gardening though. Like most notably homesteading, sustainability, self-reliance. Um, how hard is it to find others, especially black people in your area who kind of resonate with this same information of you know needing to be self-sufficient or you know food sovereignty or environmental justice or food justice um is it difficult to find similar like minds where you are or is it relatively simple uh honestly i would personally say it's uh, uh, i don't know how to answer that question because like (laughs) if you asked me this a few years ago i'd probably say yeah it's extremely hard but Mm -hmm. i have found like a few people like here and there since and so i guess it's like if you like you kind of have to like find your community um but like there's also this mutual aid organization that i uh organize with called uprooted and rising um Mm -hmm. and like it's a black indigenous people of color like mainly like queer-led group um Mm -hmm. of like people who are like into food sovereignty and like advocating for other like BIPOC farmers Mm -hmm. um and I've definitely like met several like black (laughs) queer people in that group that like are like-minded in the same things that we are but outside of that like it's very few and far between Mm. yeah I I can say the same up here um I wonder why that is but it's probably something to do with slavery. Yeah. Racism. Like everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually, like, talking to a friend about this recently, about how, mm-hmm. like, the stereotype that, like, Black people aren't really, like, out- 
outdoorsy and stuff and like Which is hilarious it, yeah i can't remember like exactly where it stems from but like i know it was like something about it did have to do with like slavery partially and then also because i think like a lot of like national parks um like were segregated and so like right. black people couldn't even like go to them and so it's right. like yeah yeah, oh. I agree. Probably something to do with colorism too. Not wanting yeah. to be outside, getting darker. A whole bunch of and also stuff our is... ancestors were farming and like, like... Or not even farming. Well, our ancestors were slaves, forced to do this kind of work. And like, I can see I why they just want to rest and like go outside and sleep. Like, do as I you get please. It. But yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't even hold you. Yeah, I was working at this community garden, and I remember um, the lead farmer. He was talking to some boys across the street, and he was like, "Oh, why don't you guys come help us plant some stuff?" And the boy, he was like seven. He was like, "I ain't no slave." And I was, <laughs> tell him. And I was like, I was like, God, he ain't wrong. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh wow, the kids are so funny. Out of the mouths of babes. Um, Aaliyah, this has been a very enlightening conversation, but it's time for our first game. Okay. <laughs> First game is called Questionable Impressions. I'm going to spin the wheel to give you a person, place, or character, and whatever it lands on, you have to do your best impression and continue the interview in that impression until I say stop. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Aaliyah, your questionable impression is guest choice, whatever you feel most comfortable with. All right. Um... This is Barack Obama. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to rehearse this one. I did not rehearse. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Go America. ahead. Today, America. we are talking about gardening. And, uh, well, I'm screaming, you're Barack Obama. I'm bro. here with B and uh, America. Gardening. Am I supposed to be Sustainability. Michelle? Yes. You're a nigger, Barack. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your veggies, nigger. <laughs> Oh God! Oh yeah, I believe Michelle. I don't know how she sounds, but yeah. Well, we'll make it work. We're gonna make it work. All right. Oh my God! Shout! No, now I sound like Viola Davis trying to be Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, she ate that though. She no, she didn't. No, she didn't. <laughs> That's why she ate. I'll just do the face, and nobody else will see it but you. Okay, so. Brat, tell me what your dream home set looks like and includes. I know you're a huge duck person. I can't. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, I, I love ducks. Quack quack. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be like one of his like secretaries of state or something. I don't know. <laughs> you love ducks. Quack quack, Mr. President. <laughs> Uh, what else is on your dream homestead? Um, well, some chickens, um, some uh, some goats, mm. um, some cows, mm. some land. Uh, do I have uh, to Mr. keep President. Barack Obama? In yes, you do. Oh, okay, <laughs> Mr. President, would you have a large house or a small house? I would probably have a a pretty humble decent sized house yeah wow mr president you're so humble Mm -hmm. uh how many acres would you like mr president 40 acres and a mule ha 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 i would like i would like like at least two at least two acres on the farm (laughs) 
Mr. President, you vape? <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you did smoke cigarettes back in the day. Um, yeah, you see them <laughs> pictures? I look cool as hell, didn't I? <laughs> um, Mr. President, so you would have a humble abode with lots of animals. Uh, how do you foresee yourself taking care of these animals? Do you have licensure? At you need time, a license? At this time, I do not, but I will eventually, yeah. Okay. Would you have a horse, Mr. President? I sure will, ma'am. I have two of them horses. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, your next question is, what is your composting strategy for this fall slash winter? Americans are dying to know. Okay, America. I'll let y'all know. Here's a little, here's a little inside scoop. So uh, for my compost, I have these little posts here that I have. And uh, I got some chicken wire. And uh, I put it in a circle around the posts. And then I put all of my food scraps in there at the bottom. And then I pull some weeds or put some wood chips on top and uh, get that that balance of uh, nitrogen. And uh, yeah. Riveting. <laughs> Riveting. You've heard it here first, America. Mr. President is composting this winter slash fall and will have a horse. Thank you, America. Uh, good night. Good night. <laughs> oh, wait. I pressed the wrong button again. <laughs> good night. Good night. <laughs> Um, that was fantastic. I'm gonna award you 500 points for your Barack Obama impression. And okay, we thank got through you. that together. Thank you. I appreciate. <laughs> it was so hard to be serious and talk about. I know you're like words. I would have two them bitches. Yes, um, my Michelle Obama. I'm sorry, Michelle Obama. <laughs> All right, Madam President, you did that, Madam. <laughs> So, um, going back to, like, well, this whole thing is about farming, but going back to, like, you know, what kind of thing your homestead is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Are you more of an urban farmer, rural farmer, transforming the suburbs type person? Like, what's your goal there? I would like to be the best of both worlds. So, I would Mm -hmm. like to be, like, partially rural, but not too far out from the city. Mm -hmm. So, maybe, like, uh... 30 minutes out um mm-hmm. and like still like close proximity to like markets if I were wanting to do like market gardening mm-hmm. um but um yeah ideally I'd like to like have some some space and um like get all of that land without being like too close to other people right. and also still be able to go to the city when I want to without having to make a long drive <laughs> are you gonna be a pickup truck lesbian or oh my god yeah <laughs> pick up truck me please maybe like a, a chevy colorado or something like i'm not a car dyke so i'm like that uh, uh <laughs> is that the one with the hips or no hips there's like these giant massive uh pickup trucks and they look like they have hips i don't know what they're called but like they have they're childbearing hips on the back of the truck i think i know, I know. what you're talking oh no 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 no! i'm not one oh, of them okay. i'm not one of them lesbians <laughs> <laughs> i do live in oklahoma but don't get me wrong um, <laughs> not one of that yeah no i would like maybe have like a little like modest truck like a small mm. truck that's like with a chevy colorado it's, i think it's like a two-door and it has like oh, okay. a decent sized bed. bed yeah but yeah I wish they made mini pickup trucks. I saw one from Mini, like Mini Cooper. They made like a concept truck and it was like so cute. And then I was like, oh, I wonder how much is it? It's fake. I was so Uh -uh. mad. I was like, nobody's made a mini pickup truck yet. I think that would be like 
maybe we should do it. Find an investor and, and a cis an white man and be like, build this mm, shit for me. Or true. you're racist. And then just true. have him do it. And I'll put on my white lady voice. I'll be like, there you yeah, go. so like, Jacob, I had this great idea for like, <laughs> mini pickup truck. Get me, get me. Mini pickup truck. It'll be so cute. So cute. You should invest in it. And then I'll like get a million dollars and then we'll finally zoom and they'll be like, Burn. you're black. And then you can buy your farm. Get, and get that land. Farm. Yeah. Get that land. See? Get that money. Get that shit. And they just be thinking. <laughs> all you gotta do is be a scammer. And then there you scammer. go. <laughs> yeah. All you That's really all you have to do in this life is be a scammer. Honestly, it's a fucking game. It's like, a game. The whole thing's a game. Who's the biggest scammer? And it's Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and they win. <laughs> and they're winning. And you know, at the end of the day, I just have to put my morals aside and start scamming because Literally, the people who text ass. my phone every day talking about, yes, this is from Bank of America. We're from your Amazon account. Click this link. Like, they'll never get me, but they're getting somebody. It's, yeah. The scams are out of control. No, for real. It's insane. I'm gonna do well. I can't do a farm scam. I feel like that's like okay. yeah, that's kind of immoral. <laughs> that's a little immoral. Like some things are immoral. Like yeah, scam. Farm I feel like scam scamming white immoral. people, or at least which white people. Mmm. We have to make a farm scam. Like this yeah. is gonna be. This is how we're gonna get our land. We're gonna farm scam some white people. We're gonna sell them some land. Yeah. But then they get there, it's actually Yellowstone, and they can't really buy it. But we've already made off of the money. Bam. It's a fucking lot in Montana. There you go. Yeah. They like Montana, though. Oh, do they? Why was I looking at places in Montana? Because I had no idea where it was. And uh-huh. I was like, that sounds pretty, Montana. Like, that's... <laughs> in Montana. I don't know. I was like, that's kind her. of a... Yeah. I was like, it's kind of a pretty name. When I looked at where Montana was... Huh? And then we're talking about it gets to negative 20 in the winter. Huh? Oh, God. Well, I mean, white people do love the cold. I'm sure they're going to be there shirtless and shorts and all, (laughs) just hiking the mountains, living their little dreams. I need to find somewhere with a longer growing season. Oklahoma. What is Oklahoma like? I've never been. What's what's Um, the vibe? Give me the word now. governor is a piece of shit. There's a lot of uh, anti-trans legislation going on. Okay. Uh, Racist shit going on. Book bans. Um... We do have the Thunder, which is our basketball okay. team. Um, Ooh, I'm not basketball then, day, but uh, I can get into it. We've got this huge park downtown called Scissortail. Have Scissortail a sounds gay. Um, and yeah, they have events and stuff going on okay. sometimes. Um, uh, out in like the rural parts of it. Oh, we do. Actually, this is a fun history fact. So we actually do, I believe... Um, if I'm not mistaken, have like the most historically black towns out of mm. all the other states. Um, and yeah, like, I don't know. It has like a lot of like pretty cool history. And some of the like, I know that like a lot of people like hear about the Tulsa race riots. Um, and like, that's like their introduction to, I guess, like a big like racist thing that happened here. But like, there is several like historically black towns that also got destroyed Mm. um oh wow but um i don't know something else about oklahoma let me think um i will say that like it can be pretty difficult to farm here um and Mm -hmm. from like what i've heard from other farmers is that if you can like successfully 
um, like grow in Oklahoma, then you can do it almost anywhere anyway. because like the heat huh. can be a bitch. Um, like right. pests can be a bitch. Like the weather, like you never really like. There's so many different <laughs> factors, and so it's like if you've like got it down pat here, like it'll be a breeze elsewhere. But... Okay, so you're getting like intense boot camp in Oklahoma, uh, and you're like basically it's the fucking Hunger Games. In but, Hunger Games, like, gardening. <laughs> no, but like yeah, I don't know. Outside of that, I don't know. Is there anything like specific that you want to know about Oklahoma? Because I could just like spew random shit about this state all day long. I love <laughs> random stuff. I yeah, I'm just like. I've never, I don't know, I, in my brain, I'm like, one day I will take a cross-country road trip and visit every state, like, ah. like, one one year I'll go, like, through the south, and then, you know, hit California, and then the next year I'll go through the north and hit California, so I'm, like, gathering all the facts, that's truly the purpose of the show, is finding someone from every state and being like, what's the best thing about your city? Should I even go there? Is it worth oh, it? Oh, What's to do? Okay. Well, if I knew that I had to be a little like Oklahoma travel agent, I would, <laughs> I would Oklahoma ambassador it up a little bit. But no, okay, I'm down with the park, Scissor Tail. Um, yeah, have a little picnic. Guys got farming. I could see you. I'm trying to think what else. Like, I could go to the community garden that you're gonna build. It'd be cute. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cute. I'll visit Oklahoma. You should do it. And honestly, like hipsters? everyone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I feel like there's hipsters everywhere. But, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, especially in like the more like gentrified parts of town or parts of town, they'd be hipster That's enough meeting so together funny. and shit. But um, every place is really the same. No, honestly, and it seems like with like all of the people that I know who are from here and have lived here their whole life, they're like, "This place is shit. I want to get out." But everyone <laughs> I've met who like is out of town or like visiting or moved here, they're like, "This place is so cool. I love it." So, honestly, like, as an outsider, Toss you might up. actually enjoy it. <laughs> I feel like everybody's like, my hometown, shit, I want to leave. Yeah, no, honestly, I think it's, like, a very human thing to want new, like, newness. And, like, instead of just, like, being in the same place your whole right. life. Right. So. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I never pegged Oklahoma City as having, like, hipsters around. I don't know what I expected. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, people, like, think of Oklahoma as, like, like the country or, like, mm-hmm. the... Yeah, it's... I mean, it's it has that, like, in out of the city, but, like, in, like, mm-hmm. the city, it's pretty much like any other city except for it's a little mm-hmm. bit smaller. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that and, and, and Tulsa, which is our other, like, second biggest oh, city okay. here. So, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a little town. Well, thanks for telling me about your little town. Yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> so Oklahoma City is like the more densely populated area. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what are the things that you love about the rural state? Like in general? Um... <laughs> this pause? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if it's nothing. And you're like, I uh... Like outside of the city? Like the... like Yeah, like... Okay. What are like your favorite, I guess... Is there a lot of, like, just, do you like, like, the rural setting? I mean, there's some pretty cool, like, outdoorsy, like, spaces and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You kind of have to drive, like, several hours outside of the city to find them. Mm -hmm. But I will say that we have, like, almost every, like, land mass. I don't know what it's Mm -hmm. called. But, like, we have, like, cool, like... A lake. Yeah, like, rivers and lakes and creeks and stuff. And then we have, like, the mountains, which isn't really, like, mountains. I think it's, like... 
999 feet or something like not even a thousand if oh. that's like the <laughs> how you calculate the size of a mountain but it's like i don't know it's close it's enough right i guess up there <laughs> um and then like they have that's like the wichita mountains we also have uh this place called like robber's cave or something it's mm. like by arkansas if that's the name i'm thinking of um but it's like cool like caves and shit um and then Tulsa is also, like, pretty artsy. I guess, like, mm. it's not, like, rural, but, like, it's also, like, a pretty, like, artsy place to go. Um, right. For, like, a little, like, day trip or something. They have this, like, Philbrook Museum, um, okay. which is, like, pretty cool and nationally known, I think. But um, it was, like, built out of this mansion that, like, some oil person owned, and it was turned into mm. an arts museum. Um, and they actually, like, recently had a Frida Kahlo exhibit there, which is mm-hmm. super cool. Um, and then um yeah i guess it's like if you're looking for like something outdoorsy we've got it and then oh there's also this place called lake murray which mm-hmm. i went to recently for a yoga retreat and it was fucking Ooh. amazing like it, the water was so blue like i never would have wow. thought that like this is something that oklahoma has to offer but it also had like a campground to like go camping mm-hmm. and shit um and like lodging like stay there see the lake mm-hmm. and yeah i do love a good lake yeah so like i don't know Almost anything that you're looking for, I guess, you know, you can find it here. You can find it in Oklahoma. Thank you, Oklahoma's travel agent. Of course. (laughs) And we also, like, I don't know, another thing. So there was also, like, recently, like, a studio, a film studio, like, Uh that was, like, um, uh, re-purposed. And so, like, now, like, we have this pretty big, like, film studio downtown. There's a lot of, um, like, films and movies or shows and stuff that are, like, starting Mm -hmm. to be produced here so that's also a wow. cool thing we're really like trying to be a big city so like <laughs> and it's crazy because like my dad like my dad's 62 and like he's uh-huh. like when i grew up like i never like we never had like any of this shit like it's crazy how like oklahoma is like evolving like he's like big city is... oklahoma yeah but yeah <laughs> that's funny i love that um he's able to see the generational change yeah <laughs> oh, yeah all right really so it is time for our second game. All right, let's do it. Our second game is called Bad News. It's our fill-in-the-blank headline game. I've gathered the gross, the strange, and the absolute worst headlines that I could find and turned into a game just for you. Are you ready? I am. First headline. A shipment of baby wipes turns out to be a $11.8 million worth of blank. Hot dogs. Not hot dogs. Cocaine. Oh, fuck. But kind of close. <laughs> Well, hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, I did say the strange. Oh wait, are you talking about the J.P. Morgan thing? No, this is a different shipment of cocaine. Oh, okay. this is more recent. This happened like two weeks ago. Wait, is this real? Yeah, all of these headlines are real. Oh, I thought this was just random. Okay, cool. No. <laughs> okay, hell yeah. This is this is a different new shipment of cocaine. There's a lot of shipments of cocaine. You'd hmm. never think. Hmm. You would have thought Wonder the wrong drugs would have stopped it all. Come on, Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Question two. What a pest. Blank, blank are spreading a- across the U.S. Two words. Locust. Locust is one word. Oh, wait. Uh, the locust. <laughs> the locust. No. <laughs> not the locust. It's okay. spotter lantern flies. Oh, you ha- I think they're not in your region yet. Probably not. 
No, I but I did hear the them biblical Coast. times is coming back. So not biblical <laughs> times. What else are we in store for? I don't know the pandemic, like just random Famine. shit. I, I have no idea. There's like some other things, but it's like not coming to the top of my head right now. I remember like we're seeing, definitely in a famine. We're yeah, researching. for sure. <laughs> Trying to think what else we had like the cicadas. Do you guys get cicadas down there? Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, these are these are like agricultural pests. So like they um they like uh, nest in the tree of heaven, uh, which is like a weed sucker plant that grows oh. everywhere in like urban environments. So you should kill that. And then like they're these spotted lanternflies. They have, like spotted wings, and they're really pretty. Spotted wings, and then they have red under wings, and nothing eats them. So they're populating like mad and sucking <laughs> sap out of trees and everything else. So damn. Nothing eats yeah. them, so they just repopulate and then repopulate and wreaking havoc everywhere. That's insane. The only saving grace is that they only move about four miles within their entire lifetime, but humans think they're so pretty and, you know, keeping them as pets and, like, transporting them around the country, so no. they might make it faster than that. What are they called I again? think the spotter and lantern flies. Oh. Damn. Um, I'll have to send you a picture. But yeah, I think praying mantis are trying to like eat them now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw a couple pictures of praying mantises like, you know, gnawing on them. So I was like, maybe okay. I don't know. We'll have to see. Good luck. <laughs> Number three. Blank helped me discover a world of free fruits and vegetables. This is the headline. It's like an op ed. What could possibly be giving you free fruits and vegetables? uh a trick <laughs> no it's forging oh duh oh my god oh i might not think of that <laughs> yeah apparently during the pandemic foraging like had a major uptick i think no yeah, yeah it really I'm, that's funny i'm actually going foraging next week that's crazy Ooh, yeah what are you trying to find i'm trying to find some mushrooms um i have i don't <laughs> I know that like well usually like in the springtime it's like morel season. I don't know what's mm-hmm. in season right now. But I have a mm-hmm. friend who's like into Chicken like, the woods, maybe. And shit. So we're gonna go and see what we can find. I'm just gonna nice. trust their judgment because I don't know. <laughs> Best of luck. You gotta let me know. I think it's chicken of the woods season, maybe. Okay. But let me know how it goes. I sure will. Number four. Japan launches a contest to urge young people to drink more blank. What are young people drinking? beer um i'll give you that one it's alcohol in general but yeah oh, trying to okay. encourage the population to drink more beer they didn't really say why i feel like it has something to do with population decline maybe something <laughs> something getting what young people drink. i did like something, see something. some like something recently about how like young people aren't drinking as much or something which is which is so doing... crazy to me because i don't see it or at least like me and the young people i know we gotta get through like, this shit not... somehow yeah I'm not the young people they're talking about. But yeah, in general, yeah. drinking has gone down. It's been replaced with like vaping though. So and uh-huh. illicit drugs. Of course. <laughs> so makes sense. And I don't know, like unless you're accustomed to like the taste of certain alcohols or drinks, because I'm like, it's kind of like not dumb, but there's no book that's like, mm, this drink tastes like this. So it's like, you know, if you go to the bar and you're like, I don't know what I want, like mm-hmm. And then you don't like the drink. Like, you know, there's no buffet of drinks to try. So you can be like, this is my drink. Right, right. It's like, yeah, can I have I'll, marijuana? I don't know, like, liquor, like, I can't do it. Like, I, I can't take a shot without feeling like I'm going to throw up. But, like, beer, <laughs> I love beer. I don't know. I guess I'm one of those lesbians. But, like. I am too. Don't worry. 
here. Yeah, or like a fruity drink. I love me a Moscow Mule. Anything with <laughs> ginger beer, I'm going to eat it up. <laughs> All right. So your last and final bad news headline is number five. Overlook no more. Maria Orosa, inventor of blank blank. Two words. This one's really strange. Tomato sauce? Oh, you're so close. I actually will give you that. It's banana ketchup. Banana ketchup. Huh. Whoa. So Maria Orosa. I wonder Orosa, what that tastes like. I would try it. Me too. It's like from the Philippines because oh, she was trying okay. to lessen their dependence on. This was like during like when like the Vietnam War era, but she created um, banana ketchup to reduce their reliance on U.S. foreign imports. Like as that's badass. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. Don't know what it tastes like, but sounds okay. Maybe. And bitches making do. I'd love to see it. But that is the end of our game. Oh. Um, that's the end of our game. You got maybe like two ish, right? So maybe like two hundred ish. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. We've bumped you up to seven hundred points. Hey. So you were talking about market gardening before, like for people mm-hmm. who are listening who don't necessarily know anything that we're talking about and they're just here for the ride. What is a market gardener, and how is that different from like any other gardener? Okay, so a market gardener, um, they grow and, like, produce produce specifically, um, like, to market to people and, Mm -hmm. like, sell it. So, like, they'll either, like, sell it to farmer to markets or sell it to grocery stores, uh, restaurants, um, local businesses, basically just, Mm -hmm. like, um, a market for what they grow. So they don't just grow it for themselves. Um, Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Do you guys have, like, a big foodie culture? Because I know up here, um, gardeners are being, like, contracted to grow, like, more specific things or stuff that you can't necessarily get in the grocery stores. So maybe, like, pink, like, beans or, like, tiger beans or, mm-hmm. you know, certain types of... Yeah, stuff. heirloom varieties and, like, rare stock stuff. Uh, is there a big, like, food culture down there? Um, Somewhat, Um, I guess. Mm-hmm. It... It depends. I saw a lot of it when I was working at the farmer's market because, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, to, like, weed out the competition, you kind of had to differentiate yourself from, like, what right. other people were selling. So I would see, like, rainbow carrots and stuff, Armenian cucumbers, which are, like, mm-hmm. pretty long with, like, thick skin. Um, mm-hmm. Or not thick, thin skin. Um, and then, um, what's that called? Like, the fruit from a cactus, prickly pear cactuses, prickly shit pear, like yeah. that. Um, white, which I guess isn't, like, super uncommon, mm-hmm. but... Um, I don't really, like, see a lot of that outside of, like, farmer's markets, although it, like, depends on, Mm. like, what season we're in, but, yeah, you will see a little bit of stuff like that here. Oh, okay. Like, is there, since you were talking about maybe becoming a market gardener, is there a big, like, farmer's market culture in Oklahoma, especially Oklahoma City, where you are? Um, and, like, I don't know, what does you guys' farmer market culture look like? Because I know up here it's primarily, like, white people who are not wearing shoes and maybe are wearing like a long skirt or like you know anti-vaxxers yeah Um, exactly well okay so we do have several farmers markets here so there's like a big one um at scissortel park um the place that i was telling you about there's also Mm -hmm. um one in a building downtown um called like the okc okc public farmers market um, there's one in the Paseo that I used to work at, which is, like, now indoors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have, like, the outdoor market every Wednesdays. And then there's also um, the primarily black one in the east side called the Northeast OKC Farmer's Market. So mm-hmm. we've got um, 
a pretty like wide variety and there's also like ones in rural parts of town too so right yeah it's a okay. big farmer's market culture here for sure are all the patrons at these different markets like varied or is it kind of like one common demographic and they just kind of go to all of these and are i would actually say that it's pretty varied like you'll see like people like our age shopping like people who are like older shopping Mm -hmm. um all honestly like almost any demographic and it's also like super cool because the farmer's markets here also accept food stamps which is also like super nice too so like yeah it's pretty accessible i think that's like a nationwide program now because oh i didn't know that too oh yeah i think it's very recent like it used to be spotted and now it's everywhere cool i think that was part of michelle obama's thing oh i want to say okay michelle like low-key like she kind of like i know he was mad at her about <laughs> kids like she took the vending machines out and like replaced it with carrots but like low-key i was like i, I get she her did, so i'll give her that okay i like i kind of get it i can't like, be mad at it all right because why was we eating honey buns at 7 a.m she was right <laughs> i mean I'll because we was seven like <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like up here, our farmer's market culture is, yeah, definitely lots of essential oils, maybe uh, like a few anti-vaxxers, definitely barefoot white people. Um, and I wonder if like, and I see that a lot or like hear that a lot from my friends in other parts of the United States. And I'm wondering if maybe that has something to do with why black people and other people of color maybe tend to move away from environmentalism culture as a whole. Like when you think environmentalism, you don't think of people that look like us, mm-hmm. like you don't think of, you know two queer black people yeah um, definitely so yeah I, I i guess yeah like that yuppie hippie culture it never includes us and mm-hmm. like and it wasn't meant stairway. to it wasn't meant to either mm-hmm. which i think people should stop trying to be included by saying that they're whatever um let me stop <laughs> no you can but continue yeah. but I, I get what you're saying yeah because i'm like if these people never meant to include us why are you forcing like, just create something new and, like, be okay with them not accepting you. I don't know. I'm big on not needing white acceptance, but I see that everyone's not mm-hmm. there yet. But so. also, I mean, it's, like, white people who even kind of, like, destroyed this planet. And now they're, right. like, putting the blame on individualism. They're, like, you need to, like, use a paper straw. And you need to, like... If I have um- to use one more paper straw in a plastic cup, I'm going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to carpool. Like, you need to compost and recycle. When even, like, recycling isn't really that... It doesn't what they do what we think it much. is like, it doesn't do what you think it does yeah, you might as well just use it less yeah and i actually I used to even work at a, like a composting and recycling facility so like i, I oh this has been a long like out. time coming yeah. your gardening transition the more you're talking you're like oh i worked here i worked here and i'm like you kind of been in this plant game a little longer than i think that you think you have <laughs> I, I i never really thought about it but yeah i have and it's also kind of crazy because like um my first i guess like non like fast food job like I worked at or when I was in college I worked at this place called Fertile Ground which is a recycling Mm -hmm. and composting co-op and then after that one I worked at well I guess uh for part of the time I was like doing both of these at the same time then I Mm -hmm. worked at say a farmer's market um and uh then I worked at a a farm called National Women in Agriculture Mm -hmm. um and now I'm working at a restaurant. And so it's like literally from the ground mm. up, like yeah. encompassing the food, to like <laughs> food being served on your plate. So wow. I don't know. But 
Yeah, environmentalism. Yeah, I agree. They destroyed the planet, and now they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're the face of ecoism, so. Yeah, yeah. Even with permaculture, too. I watch a lot of permaculture videos just because I'm like, in my head, one day I'll be able to afford a home. I know, delusion. But um, I'm like, oh, at my home, I would love to have, like, permaculture and have, like, trees. And everybody that I'm seeing doing permaculture is white. And I'm like, this feels like maybe some type of indigenous practice. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, a lot of it is. And also, see, that's another thing that I was going to say, because, like, literally, like, indigenous people have, like, been, like, using environmentally friendly practices. Right. And, like, then white people, like, fucking, like, destroyed that. And now they're, like, trying to be like, oh, like, we need to, like, go back to this. And it's like, indigenous people have been doing this shit for centuries. But y'all would listen. Uncivilized. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, that full circle thing, which I'm like, everybody should just be doing what they... I mean, definitely not as easy as I'm just saying, but, like, that's why I'm like, everybody, I feel like, should focus on themselves. Like, do what you do, because, like, if you're waiting for white acceptance, like, you're going to be, be waiting forced out of cool it. You're going to be waiting a cool-ass minute, yeah. You're going to be waiting a cool-ass minute, and you're going to be forced out of it, and then they're going to resell it to you for more expensive. <laughs> it's a fucking... Like, it's a silly-ass game, but, yeah... It's a scam, and we should scam back. No doubt. We're going right back to I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, because the permaculture thing, like, now they're selling permaculture classes and all this other stuff and permaculture certifications. And I was like, how much certification do I need to put the trees in the ground with with the marigolds around it and, you know, c- companion planting? It's just planting. a tree. Like, come on. Yeah, like, it's basically, like, just companion planting, but, like, in the soil and, like, making sure that you have shade around your home. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, integrating, like, it's it's gardening. It's gardening in the ground instead of in the raised bed. Let me be real. Come on. What? That's so weird. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it's this cyclical thing when they're like, this is uncivilized. You need to do it like this. And then everybody's transforms to, like, gardening in bed instead of the ground. Mm-hmm. And then now we're supposed to go back to gardening in the ground. And it's like, everybody just do what you was doing before. No, honestly. Honestly. I am kind of, like, a an advocate for, like, gardening in the ground, though. Because I feel like mm. it can help transform the soil. But True. That's that's nothing new, though. <laughs> like I Yeah, I agree with you. My goal is to eventually garden in the ground. My parents are just like, absolutely not. No, yeah. same. My dad's like that, too. Because, like, I I think I was already telling you about this. But, like, I have this, like, blackberry, like, plant that, like, one of my friends got me for my birthday. And mm-hmm. um, I, like, still have it in, like, a 15-gallon pot. Because, like, when yeah. I first got it, like, I was living in an apartment. And I, like, asked my dad. I was like, can I, like, plant this in the backyard? And he was like, absolutely not. Like, I don't <laughs> think our soil is good enough. And I, I don't think you're going to prune it and take care of it. I'm like, it's just a blackberry tree. It's like, do bush. you not want to pick blackberries from the backyard? Like, come on. But, yeah. Yeah, my parents are definitely like that. They're like, my dad's like, is this going to spread all over the yard? <laughs> That's exactly something that must my- I'm like, come on, it's just a plant. Make him... And he's a he's a he's a lawn bro, so like Oh, yeah. oh my dad is too Yeah, like what is it? What these niggas these Can we talk about lawns for a hot second? Yeah, let's do it. Because I'm like, what's the point? Like There literally came... is no point. <laughs> it came from like French 17th century and you know, like basically it was this display of wealth, like I have so much money, I don't have to plant anything here besides just green grass that I can't eat. 
That's and interesting because I had no idea it. about like the origin and history of that. Yeah, it's from 17th century French aristocrats, and hmm. basically it was to say, "I have all this land, and I don't need to garden on it because you poor people are going to grow my food." Like that was the whole thing. Whoa. And that it was a so symbol of wealth because you're so wealthy that you don't have to grow your own food. Mm. So it just kind of got watered down and passed down to suburban communities where it's like, you know, having a flat patch of grass is like, you know, a status symbol mm. because it's green and I, I can afford the necessary tools to take care of it. But I'm like, none of this makes any sense. Like, I think that's why I'm so gun ho about transforming the suburbs, but I know that's a lofty goal in the future. But also, like, a lot of these bitches are middle class, so it's like, you kind of have no wealth. Like, you're... You're and I was still, like, is it like, really even middle class or are you a worker who can get a yeah, bank loan for a home? Yeah, like that too. Like, why like try and like, I don't know, represent yourself as like something that you're not. And then also like, it's terrible for like, there's no biodiversity. <laughs> like, there's no native plants. There's no, and it's like, ugly. Yes, that too. It's just grass, bitch. Come on. Like, yeah, I'm not a fan. My dad loves mowing the lawn. I don't get it. I'll never get Same. it. Same. He'd be fertilizing it and watering Fertilize, it. Fertilizing. Like, is like, it a baby? What's going on? Right. Like, it's, yeah, it's I was, something. I was trying to convince him to, like, change our backyard to creeping thyme, which is, like, this pink thyme. It turns pink in the summer and spring, and you can eat it. Oh, and it smells really beautiful. good. And I was like, you know, we have really big backyards. I was like, it'll look like rolling hills of pink. I was like, this is so cute. And oh he was like, God. absolutely not. So it's just going to have to be a goal or a dream. Because he was like, I don't want to mow, like, all of this. And I was like, oh, why don't you replace some of it But if he's already mowing the grass, then it's not really going to be that. Well, you won't even have to mow the thyme. It only grows, like, an inch. Oh, then what? And it's great for pollinators. I don't know. It's just the fear of change and being the Mm. first new person on the block to, like, do something new. That's fair. I think that's a lot of, like, suburban. It's, like, about conformity. Like, the suburbs Mm -hmm. in general. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's one of my goals is like, I thought I used to want to be rural, but then I was like, there is no Popeyes in this bitch. So. <laughs> yeah. Make- dead ass. You're going to have to be cooking every meal you yourself. Every day? Yeah. A and big I ass drive just to see your friends. Like any trip to the like, grocery store or like anywhere. You tell really. me I have to grow and then cook it and it won't work. And then do the dishes. Please. And do the dishes. <laughs> Because I don't want nobody in my house, so oh. it's just what we be. Yeah. So I was like, you know, let me get me a cute little suburban little half acre plot and then work with that. That'd be cute. I like it. But You're I'm get definitely, there one day. Uh, I hope, I'm definitely on the transforming the suburbs because I'm like, I just drive all the time and I'm like, this makes no sense. It's just rows of flat grass and you people are just mowing it. Like, and then you're bagging the grass and taking it away to the landfill. Like, you're not even leaving the grass on to, like, fertilize the grass that's mm-hmm. there. Like, mm-hmm. we see what, like, I don't know. No, yeah. And, like, that's, because a lot of the houses are in the suburbs. So, like, if the mm-hmm. if the suburbs were, like, changed to incorporate biodiversity like that, it would make a huge impact on, like, yeah. everything. <laughs> like, Urban heat index. Ugh. Yeah. And, like, another thing. So, like, um, where I live, like, I, my, like, landlords are environmentalists. And, mm-hmm. like, they own this, like, urban farm across the street. And so they own, like, a several, like, properties throughout, like, this neighborhood. And, mm-hmm. um, like, they, like, 
require environmental practices for like all the houses and stuff and so mm. there's like native plants like all around the street and like throughout mm-hmm. the block and like I like the other day like I saw like an owl like in my backyard like wow. it's like crazy like the things that you see that like come back because and there's also like bats and shit in the neighborhood <gasps> and like yeah it's like it's the country and the city like basically and that's fun it's like really cool like seeing like I don't know all of the nature like come back once it actually like has the space to like and it probably drive. limits the pests that are coming to your house too I mean, not really. <laughs> not really? Oh. I, mean, I was like, if you, maybe the birds, I don't know. Well, I mean, probably, but, like, I don't even know where they'd be coming in from, but there'd be, like, flies and shit, but, like, oh, I don't know. fly season. Yeah, yeah. But it is really cool just, like, seeing the bees outside and shit. Mm-hmm. All the sunflower. I don't know. It's pretty nice. I'd love to see, like, more of that um, in other yeah. places in the city, because it's become a mm. little, like, haven, but right. it can't be the only one, so right. definitely needs to be Wow, everywhere. that's so fascinating. Um, oh, yeah, it is time for our third game. Let's do it. Our third game is called Are You My Friend? This is a game all about companion planting, and I've made it just for you. I read of a pair or three plants, and you can tell me if they're friends. Are you ready? I sure am. One. Potatoes and sunflowers. Are they friends? Uh, no. Oh, that's correct. Awesome. Can you tell me why they're not friends? <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. That was just my gut instinct. It just doesn't really <laughs> seem, like, compatible to me. Yeah, the sunflowers, their roots, like, send out um, some type of toxic thing to the potatoes. Mm. I thought that they would be compatible actually um because i was looking at where to plant like sunflowers and potatoes next year but yeah the sunflowers like they send out some toxic stuff to the potatoes i was thinking like at first thought i was thinking like maybe it like disturbs the root system of the potatoes Mm. so i guess it was like a little kind of both yeah Mm -hmm. something like that all right second beans corn and squash are they friends yes sir three sisters that's three sisters Sister, sister. <laughs> Number three. Beans and onions, are they friends? No. That is correct. They are not friends. Her. I think the beans and onions, like the, the, what is it? The lum, the... Legume? The oniony, the oniony oh. smell. Basically, like, it gets in the soil and the beans are like, ew, gross. Stay away from me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Good to know. Number four, lettuce and onions. Are they friends? Yes. That is correct. Lettuce and onion are friends. They are very good friends, actually. Yeah, they're very compatible. They, I can't remember what I, oh, I think it's like the, Some... I know it's one of the, like, the chemical components that like the lettuce mm-hmm. brings back into the soil that's beneficial right. for onions. Exactly. All right. And your last one, number five, marigolds and pretty much anything. Are they friends? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, marigolds are really good for, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, They're just have, that girl. They're that girl for real. I planted some. I planted too many. I didn't know they were going to grow that big. Um, but I planted them in the plot with my beans and, like, my kale. And the caterpillars usually, like, demolished my kale. Didn't even touch it. Couldn't even smell it. Really? Yeah. And it kept That's out, like, a lot so of the grasses cool. and weeds that are kind of, like, the suckers that go ah. under. 
That's so I don't so know smart. if it's like a ribosomal barrier too. I know comfrey is, but I'm not sure. Huh. I think marigolds is too. But it kept out like the weeds, no weeds. That's Didn't even have I'm like Yeah, so marigolds, like, that girl. Okay. Cuz I know my friend And you can girl, make them a tea. You can make tea out of marigolds? You can make a really good PMS tea. Mhm. Save a Calendula is what oh it's technically called, but yeah, marigold I really want to do more flowers. Like this year, I was going to do chamomile and lavender and I think some mm-hmm. marigolds too, but I didn't mm-hmm. germinate any of them. I just like stuck them right in the soil and I was like, let's see what happens. I know I'm not yeah. supposed to do it like this, but like none of them sprouted. So, <laughs> But yeah, next season I'm going to be on it. And speaking of marigolds, I know mm-hmm. my friend like Will, they grow like marigolds and they're like raised bed with all their veggies. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's what I thought. I was like, oh. Oh yeah, but that's yeah. good to know. That's probably why they do it. But yeah, on. they're so good. And um, lavender takes like seven hundred days to germinate. So yeah, it's really. It finicky. might not be you. Mm-hmm. I just had to buy the plants from the store. No, yeah, that's what I wasn't trying to do. Like I really could have, and it would have been so much easier. But I was like, I have these seeds. I'm not trying to. True. I'm so impatient when it comes to like germinating indoors. Me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I only bought them because they were cheap. Um, at the store so I, I just put mine down and I was like okay great I'm gonna have some lavender for next year but like Burr. rosemary and all that I'll do from seed like all yeah. cute stuff lavender is so easy to keep alive too even as a house mm-hmm. plant yeah so that's actually the end of our game um you got all those right so I'm gonna award you a thousand points you're up to a thousand seven hundred look at you a uh, uh, uh. all right we're almost done with our game. Stay with me here. Mm-hmm. But any general tips for people who are interested in starting their own backyard garden journey? Um, I, I know do. this is getting like really popular now. People are like, oh, I want to start a garden. Like people DM me all the time. They're like, I want to start a garden. And I'm like, okay, like start it. <laughs> I do. Okay. So like definitely stick with it because mm-hmm. like with me personally and a few like almost anyone else that I've talked to who has like tried to get into it, like they don't get it right the first time and that's Mm -hmm. the same thing with anything like you're probably like not going to be successful and that's okay because that's a part of the learning process Mm -hmm. like don't let it get you down try again next season the season Mm -hmm. after that and eventually like you will have some like crops or flowers or like whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you're trying to grow and Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just really like fulfilling being able to you know be able to do that and learn that skill um and then also like another thing is that um, do not just focus on, like, trying to, like, cultivate a crop, focus on the Mm -hmm. soil. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, good gardeners, um, like, focus on the soil versus, like, just the whatever you're trying to grow. Um, Mm -hmm. There's also, like, various um, nutrients that you're going to need to, like, know that are in the soil so that Mm -hmm. you can grow whatever you're trying to grow. Get soil tested. Um, maybe like take your soil to a like local like university or like whatever like I don't know like here like I just go to like my school because like Mm -hmm. and they like test it there Um, but yeah see what like resources are available to test your soil Um, and then know like what nutrients your plants need um, and then uh, balance out the soil once you like figure Mm -hmm. out what the test results say Um, what else you can also like do it in any setting too. Before I even like had a backyard, I just did it 
on my patio or like mm-hmm. on my windowsill and like grew herbs inside. And then I had like a bucket raised bed that I built on my patio um, at mm-hmm. my apartment. So I don't know. You can make it happen anywhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all it takes is like hard work and dedication and the patience and you got it. Also, so don't beautiful. use the shitty soil because that's what I did my first time and my crops were shitty. Oh, don't use bag soil? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, just like the cheap soil because like that's oh, I was okay. like, this is $3 a bag. I'm getting this. And oh, was, me using was... $1 bag soil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it still works for you, then yeah, that's whatever. I think because I had a good compost underneath. Okay, well, that's different. Yeah. Like, I just used it to fill out the top. That's fair. I will more. say that, like, it is good. Like, if you, like, are, like, composting and, like, your compost is, like, pretty hot or, like, if you also have, like, really good soil, it can, like, balance it out so that it's not mm-hmm. overbearing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. True. Too much nutrient can be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, thanks. That was so helpful. Um, we're going to move on to our fourth and final game before we hang up. So our fourth game is called Trivial Trivia. It's a trivia game where we see that all that you know about a whole lot of nothing. I'm going to let you pick the category and then I'll give you A, B, C, or D answers. And then, uh, yeah, yabadoo. Your options are between these three categories. America's Funniest Home Jokes. Musical Medley Mashups. Or Wade in the Water, African-American aquatic history. Wade in the Water. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's okay. Um, I'm going to do the music melody mashup. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, number one. J. Cole's song, Love Me Not, samples which of the following songs? Um, I'll play it for you. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I know it's Stevie Wonder. I'll give you the um I'll give you the um options. Okay. So your option A is My Share You More by Stevie Wonder. Option B, Wish You Were Mine by Philip George. Or option C, My Share You More by Quincy Jones. Which one? Oh, I wanna say A. My Share You More by Stevie Wonder. Question two. Ministry of Funks. Smooth samples which one of the following songs? I'll play it for you. Shot it. Your options. It is shot it. Okay. Your I'm options sorry. I'll are. <laughs> You're okay. Your options are A. Shaka Khan's Fate. B, Sade's Smooth Operator, or C, Jack Jones, You Don't Know Me. Smooth Operator. That is correct. Number three. Childish Gambino's Redbone samples which one of the following songs? I'll play it for you now. Is it A, Gap Bands, I Don't Believe You Want to Get Up and Dance? Is it B, Bootsy Collins, I'd Rather Be With You? Or is it C, Smokey Robinson's The Miracle, Much Better Off? Much Better Off. No, it's Bootsy Collins, I'd Rather Be With You. Is it? It is. No. Okay, that's the one I was like, I know it's not that one. That's crazy. I didn't hear it. I'll play Bootsy Collins for you. Oh, duh! I get it now. It's that baseline. Wow. 
In your defense, Butch all seventy songs, low key. Yeah, because they're all like just a mashup of like different. They samples. all hired Bootsy Collins to do the bass. No, that ass. that's so crazy. Hired... Bootsy Collins would be so mad at me because my first cat was literally named after him. Because like he was a little <gasps> was it really? Cat. Yeah, oh, like and like cute. he had little like white boots, and I was like, I want to name him Bootsy because his boots and Bootsy Collins is a bad bitch. That's but... cute. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It's just how all the artists now hire uh, Thundercat to do their bass. I feel mm-hmm. like they all did that with Bootsy Collins. They were like, hey, Bootsy, you want to play bass on here? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Number four, your last question. MGMT's Time to Pretend samples which one of the following songs? I'll play it for you now. Is it A, ABBA's Dancing Queen? Is it B, Eddie Johnson's Spell on You? Or is it C, George Duke's I Love You More? C? Not I Love You More. It is Dancing Queen. You want me to play Dancing really? Queen for you? Damn. Yeah. Okay, that's another one where I was like, I know it's not that one. Okay. I don't hear the, I don't hear the, the resemblance. That's crazy. Oh, okay. I think it's like that bass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like sped up. Okay. Yeah. They always, you know, do a little Mm mishy-mashy there. That is the end of our game. Thank you so much for playing. Um, I'm going to round you out to 3,000 points. I don't know how (laughs) we got there, but I forgot how many you had before. So, you've ended the game with 3,000 points. I've had so much fun playing games with you and talking to you about gardening, and this was so, like, inspiring and enlightening, and I love talking to other gardeners because I barely don't get to talk to anybody about this um so so, yeah thanks so much for being my guest this month and to everybody listening we've reached the end of our show but before we sign off we're gonna spin the wheel one more time Aaliyah, your spin the wheel is words of wisdom. You can give any type of advice to the audience. Literally anything does not have to be about gardening, does not really have to be wisdomful or inspiring. Be a scammer. (laughs) I think that's one thing that everyone should take away from this episode today is that you can do anything that you want to do as long as you scam white people to get the money to do it. Amen. Thank you so much for hanging out, Aaliyah. For those of you guys listening, you can follow Aaliyah on the Twitter and Instagram at Aaliyah, A-L-E-A-H-H-H-W, or send them a dollar on Cash App at dollar yes. sign Aaliyah W19. See you next month. Please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of this episode of The Halftime Show With. The Halftime Show With is a subsidiary of the One and a Half Lesbians podcast. The spinoff is designed, written, and produced by me, Be The Half. Our theme song is a remix Maniac spin on the original Price is Right theme song with edits by me. Episodes are edited by Adriana. Our interchangeable logo was illustrated by Vanika Bibra. Special thanks to our production partner, Amina Iro, our guest of the month, and of course, listeners like you. Thank you.